Oh, it's snowing so much. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like snow on the beach. Weird, but fucking beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to start crying again. That's okay. Crying Why do you have to cry so much? <laughs> I mean, it's maybe relevant for the topic. Hi, welcome back to the To Be Honest podcast. Myself and Emily are back again for another episode. Um, This one is very relevant to the time of year that we are in at the moment. So when we're recording this, it's the middle of December. Um, It is snowing outside. It's got dark super early. Um, Not that it's super early now, but in general, um, days are a lot shorter. And for me, it's something that is a new topic. Um, Emily, I think, has a little bit more experience maybe to talk to than I do, but it's going to be a very educational conversation, I feel, already. Um, the topic is seasonal depression and to start things off with this week and this episode I want to ask you Emily my Again. wonderful wonderful co-host this is a this is a question that I feel like you've prepared for so we should be good can you please explain to me and also to everyone else listening what is your definition of seasonal depression so seasonal depression for me is something that comes around every year, um, whenever it's autumn or wintery, when it gets colder and when it gets darker earlier. And I am um, trying to expect it, but mostly I'm just really surprised by it. And I like, I keep going the way I would be like living life in summer. And then I'm suddenly surprised why I'm exhausted, tired, bored and all that. And then I'm like, oh yeah, right, that must be it again. And so I think it's like, a, yeah, a yearly thing that comes for a lot of people. I think it's a very common thing. And you can basically self-diagnose yourself. Um, and uh, it comes with a lot of struggles. And um, yeah, I think that's what we want to talk about, right? The struggles and how we, or maybe myself, go try to handle it yeah for sure and as like I said it's something that I maybe haven't got that much experience that I could obviously say you know I haven't been in those situations where I have sat down and said do you know what I've diagnosed myself that I am seasonally depressed like I haven't had that experience Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of what you said around what you've already said and what we've discussed before starting recording is around that change of season and like dictating or changing your behavior yeah. And I I can say with certainty that my behave like things that I do in my day to day changes based on the season, based on the weather. I think that can actually happen throughout the year. So for me, like I'm someone that if it's really rainy and like it happened like that happens. You're to English, though, right? I'm English, which is why it's weird, right? I should have adapted to the rain by now. <laughs> no, just but kidding. like a lot of the times, yeah. If I wake up and it's raining outside, I'm naturally more inclined to be like, oh. You know, yeah. that's a bit shit. Like, have a bit more of a negative start to the day. It might not last for very long and whatever. It might be a small thing. And I, I'm not saying that, that is depression by any means. But that change of behaviour, I think it's a lot more relevant in the winter than, like you said. Exactly. Because if you know how it feels for one day, you can imagine how it must fe- might feel for if you know this is how it's going to be for the next five months or four months. Um... And for me, it has a lot to do with, like... Or maybe I have to say it the other way. If you've experienced 
depression or phases where you've been maybe depressed in your life, then you will notice certain behaviours or feelings that come up. I think that's when you're like, all right, it's that again. But if you've never really been in that situation, of course it it's nothing that occurs to you. Like that's nothing, that's not nothing normal to you. Yeah. Um and that's all right, I mean that's good, right? Yeah. But then certain behaviours I think it's healthy to look at the whole winter time as a phase or a time of the week of the year where you just slow down and see it as a different um different phase. So summer would be you'd be hanging out with friends, you'd be doing work, you'd be active, doing sports, you'd jump from one thing to another and then maybe get like six hours of sleep and you'll be fine. Yeah. And if I do that now, or when it shifts from summer to winter, I sometimes just continue doing that and then I'm exhausted and burnt out. I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't. I can't just sleep for six hours and then be social again and go to work, go to uni, do all those projects and then sleep. Um, and I think the biggest things where I notice it at the start is that I'm just super tired all the time. And it doesn't matter how much I sleep. I can sleep for 15 hours and I'd be knackered in the morning. Like, yeah. that doesn't really matter. Like, I can sleep whenever. And it doesn't change. It doesn't bring me any rest as it would in summer. Yeah. It's that lethargic feeling, right? Like, where mm-hmm. you, you're the same person, you, in theory, have the same energy levels, but you don't because you you're don't. Not, not getting as much like you said, energy from, literally energy from the sun, like you're not getting as much vitamin D, yeah. you're not getting as much exposure to your friends. You can, if you are by yourself and if you're going through a difficult situation, I know like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of scenarios where you can think of like, say you're going through a breakup in a relationship or you've like lost a friend or you, your circumstances have changed, you've moved to a new city, anything really, that change can be difficult to go through at that time because of everything that's going on. Like people are, people kind of cling to comfort in those times, don't they? Like, I think that's what, there's a lot of stuff around, like, oh, people breaking out close to Christmas, they say it's the most brutal thing because then yeah. you're, like, alone for the holidays, which is this massive drama, and I'm like, okay, but it's all right to be single too, but, like, there's that, there's that yeah. side of things. And everything's, not, everything's worse. Everything's more, like, eccentric. Yeah, more right. intense, that's, yeah. at least that's how I feel, like, problems that come up in winter feel more intense and harder to handle or to cope with than in summer. Yeah. And like that's what you, like what you just said, like breakups or just difficult times in general, um, are harder to work through um in winter, I think. When was the first time that you thought that this might be seasonal depression? Because you mentioned it you had a really good description of it at the start. And like I said, I haven't really heard of that before. Mm. But you said it took you a point to get to that where you said, yeah, this is actually what this is. Do you remember that, when that was or how this you got year. to that? Really? This year. I think it's a, it's a whole society thing that we in general speak more about those mental health things. And for me, it was this year, I think the first time, or maybe last year, I'm not sure, but certainly this year that I properly think about and look at the symptoms and tried to work through it um I think this year and I it's basically through speaking to friends who experience the same 
if I post on Instagram that I'm have it like I'm sad basically all the time and I don't really I know some things why that's why that is I know the source of my sadness for some things but then also it's just all the I'm not really excited about things I'm I don't know the whole engagement everything's just gone I just I don't get excited about things anymore and like if I post that on Instagram which I sometimes do the amount of people who react to that is so big so many people feel the same at this time of the year and so many people can relate and tell me you know what I'm lying in bed the whole time I wasn't able to go to uni I wasn't even able to finish the smallest task and that's something that is not only known for seasonal depression but also for depression in general like not being able to have a shower not being able to take out the bins not being able to phone a friend like these are things that are common for people who have depression but um this time of the year certain symptoms occur for a lot of people and I think that's just like people are talking about more um which is really good and that's how I yeah realized oh that might be it and it's not just me being silly and um being too hard on myself or maybe I am too hard on myself honestly but um it's not me not being able to manage anything everyone else is but is it actually has a source of a real reason it's always that thing where there's comfort in communities and there's like the yeah. problem shared is a problem halved yeah and I think that can be particularly relevant because actually like it's interesting you bring up social media like you can you can imagine that people spend a lot more time on their phone they're inside a lot more there's like less things to do outside exactly of that. so if you're on there and you're seeing all this like toxic positivity or not that it's maybe intended as that but you're seeing all this like fun stuff entertaining content and then you put your phone away and you're like oh i'm sad i'm by myself yeah but actually and i'm the seeing, only one maybe and i'm the only one that's yeah. experiencing this but actually if you're like you said that if you flip it people are actually engaged you're sharing you're doing a very brave thing which is sharing your own struggles about it and people are responding yeah me too yeah me too it's it's still like it's sad it sucks to hear it but yeah. it's kind of like comforting to know that exactly it's comforting and that that means it is a real thing and it's not just um it's it's not just me it's many of us and i mean this is why we're talking about it, isn't it like yeah. um hoping that someone can relate so this is the first year that i realized this properly or accepted it properly i think um which also means that hopefully from now on i'll be able to prepare or expect it next year it might need some practice but that means okay I'm maybe have to shift my whole perspective on how I live my life in summer and how I live my life in in winter and how does my whole schedule for the day look like like what are my goals what I how many projects do I have in winter um what do I actually have to do? Do I have to maybe prioritise dif- things differently? I think we spoke about that last week, but this is like... Um, I haven't figured it out yet, but I think I've got some ideas on how I could relieve that stress and that sadness and that depression. Um, kind of, I think, hopefully. I don't know. Like, And maybe, I wonder if 
some of the things that I'm going to say that I will try to do or what I'm trying to do now. I wonder if these are things that you maybe can relate to, even though that you maybe not season, like don't have seasonal depression because it's basically winter and it's cold. So yeah, it's, cold. it's all about comfort. I was in uh, I was in Spain last week and it was oh, really yeah, warm. Right. No, it's really cold. <laughs> I've been uh, yeah, I've been wearing a woolly hat all all weekend. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you're getting at. I think it's a tough one because I don't want to pretend that I've like had that experience in terms of seasonal depression but I do know what you mean in terms of the behaviors around you know I'm for example I'll give you one example I can relate to in the summer and in general like I try and get up early like I try and set my alarm early I feel like the the morning has become a really valuable time to me where like I can great <laughs> sorry I just talked on my own forgot how, forgot how to swallow <laughs> Sometimes it's as simple as that. Remember how to drink tea. <laughs> this is me fucking living my life and failing. I mean, it's honest. <laughs> I can't drink. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. That's okay. Um, yeah, like the morning is, has become an important time of day for me. And not for a lot of people, but certainly for me when I feel that I get up early, I start there intentionally, I'm kind of setting myself up to do well. So whether that is like having being in a routine of working out in the morning, being in a routine of journaling every morning in the summer, that's so easy. Like yeah. in comparison, that's so easy because it's light out, you're feeling good, you're like naturally more inclined to be in a good mood. Maybe you've got more plans for the day, whatever. In the winter, my energy automatically shifts. Like I, I, know, I know for a fact that, you know, getting up earlier is going to be harder because yeah. I have to put more layers on if I want to go for a run. <laughs> I might not see the sunrise. I might be done before the sun comes out. So that's a bit tough. I'm more being like, well, I'll just, you know, I'll push it to the midday. I'll push it to lunchtime and I'll work out at lunchtime. But the whole thing, my, my behavior has entirely shifted. And I know, like, I know that some of those runs that I've been for in the morning when nobody else, it feels like no one else is out. It's what, it's some of the most like, special experiences I've had since I started running because you go out it's quiet you can see your breath you know that you but you you feel like you're doing something you feel like you're achieving something because it's difficult yeah and that in the summer that doesn't really happen yeah so on the one hand I've like become comfortable with shifting my behaviors that maybe I work out at lunchtime or maybe I I'm better later in the day or like you said maybe I sleep more um but that doesn't mean that I'm okay with that like I'd, I'd rather do the former thing I'd rather still get I'd rather like keep that I'd rather keep that routine yeah but, but you I can't think, force it and what you're I think where like where I'm going with that how that I feel that that's relatable is does it do you need to force yourself to stick to the same routine or should you be changing your behavior should you be like purposely changing your behavior I think firstly um you said about it's still <laughs> he's eating all the that snacks that was me yeah. dropping a Haribo sorry <laughs> Um, firstly, what you said about still going outside in the morning and going for a run and that can be very special and feel fun and like a little bit like in a film and you're the main character or something that is, um, quite a fun thing to do. And I think where the difference is, and it's hard, it's still hard. That's what you said, right? It's a hard thing to do. And I think the difference from what you're saying to actually having seasonal depression is you're not you're basically not able to do that there's no chance right. like you you have 
no motivation to get out of bed. Or for me, I can only say how it shows up for me. I, I, sometimes I lie in my bed and I'm not even able to go have breakfast. So that's, I think, the big difference. Some things can be harder in winter for some people. And for some people, they are literally not possible to do. And I think that's the difference between not being seasonal depression but being, and being it. And um, on the thing on forcing yourself, um, don't ever force yourself. <laughs> Honestly, just don't. Um, we all know that going outside, being active, seeing your friends, talking to people, we all benefit from that. We agree that, that that's easy. But... Um, I think what we can, like, that's something that we can't do when you're seasonal, when you're depressed, basically. So what we can do, maybe, we should look in, on those things, maybe, and then see where we can get is reschedule. So what you already start talking about, like, maybe not going on a run in the morning because you just don't have the energy, it doesn't feel right, you're not able to. Maybe find another time of the day where you feel more comfortable doing such things. Or maybe it's not going to be a run. Maybe it's going to be something, you need something slower, something warm, something that is still movement, like yoga or stretching. But it's just not as stressful. And it's not, maybe if you're not able to go outside, that's something that you still can do to give yourself some comfort and um, well-being and um, so rescheduling, maybe looking for different solutions because this is a different, these are different problems to the problems that you have in summer. So they need different solutions as well. Don't be too hard on yourself, basically. Um, if you're not able to do it, you're not able to do it. That's fine. Um, of course, never try to never get lost in it because that can be really, but it's all right if you don't manage some things. And then really look closely on your energy level and ask yourself how many things do I really need to do? Because we talked about to-do lists last week. And so this week I would like to say that if you have these to-do lists, you don't have to overachieve anything. You can do what you have to do, but you don't have to overdo it. Like, keep it simple don't put in too much effort, otherwise you're just going to burn out. Um, it's fine if you just do the 100% and don't go for the 200% for now. That's totally fine, I think. And you can also just, if you, for example, you're in home office and need more comfort, you can do that in your bed. You can basically just take your laptop into bed and like get your nice hot chocolate or coffee or whatever you need, a hot water bottle, light a candle... Maybe care about those little things that bring you joy other than big things on a day. It's not going to be the big barbecue party. It's literally just lighting a candle, which you have done. Nice, Sandy. <laughs> it's cute. I told you earlier, like, that's, I, and it's, it's actually interesting to say that, like, that for me is an exact thing to do where, okay, I live by myself, so I'm not, like, try, I'm not putting candles on to, like, try and impress anyone. I'm doing it because 
I feel like I I need an occasion. Like, why not? Like, it makes me feel more homely. It makes me feel comfortable yeah. in my own place. So I'm doing that, and that does directly help my mood. Like, that makes me feel cosy rather than, oh, I'm sat in my apartment and it's dark and cold. You know, yeah, it just exactly. it's a little switch. It's a tiny thing, but it helps me a lot. Oh, definitely, I do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. candles are the best thing. Home office and bed. It's literally. The I've best. also done that. That's really. That's actually. I can highly recommend that. <laughs> In this day and age where we can, if we have the option of doing home office, exactly. replying to emails in bed hits differently. But it's please, really please switch your camera off. But basically, yeah, no camera. <laughs> please, please, please. And make sure, like, mute camera, all that stuff. Do that. Or you could just blur the background. Yeah. That could work. Be like that. You know how Ricky Gervais does that content where he, like, posts selfies who? from the bathtub? Ricky Gervais. You don't know who Ricky Gervais is? Jesus. Do you not? I don't think so. Oh, my word. Wow. This is going to have to be a, like, there's, I'm going to have to show you a lot of YouTube content after this. Ricky Gervais is a British comedian. I'm okay. quite shocked that you don't know him, but if anyone else doesn't know him, he does this thing, or he did this thing on Instagram where he was posting selfies, like, from um, the bath, like, over oh, just his head, it's not weird. But he was, like, <laughs> okay, good. kind of, like, putting his chin down to his head and, like, basically doing these, like, quote-unquote ugly selfies and that's the view that I can imagine that it would be like from home office <laughs> where you're like lying in bed yeah, and probably. your laptop's on your chest. It's like, oh, it's me. And you can yeah. just like see your... No, nope, no, nope, I'm not in bed. Honestly, <laughs> no, no, I for promise real, I'm, I'm not in bed. I promise, promise. I'm really focused. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's like... Ricky Gervais, wow, we've got a lot of educating to do. That's cool, that's fine. Right, we can do that after. I yeah. don't mind. Um, um, yeah, but I think like those things sound good. I think... Something that I wanted to come back to and ask you about, if we're talking about legitimate, genuine seasonal depression, this is not just a question of, oh, I want to get up a bit later because I'm, I'm tired. You feel like having projects is important, having like things that you can put your energy into that give you a reason to get out of bed, but not doing too much where you're like, you're kind of flipping the script and saying, hey, I'm, I feel that this year I'm going to be seasonally depressed. I know it's coming because like you said, I've experienced it before. I, I know the symptoms. I'm going to pack my schedule so full that I have to get out of bed because I have these these obligations. But actually there's there's like a sweet I mean, that brings you closer to failure. Yeah. So it's about the balance, right? Like projects, but not too many. It's about, the, yeah, exactly. Because I think a big thing that we, or we saying the people who have seasonal depression... Um, experience a lot is a is a sense of failure, and what we are trying to do here get through this time without feeling like we're too much of a failure, and having a packed schedule, same as in summer maybe, meeting friends, going to parties five times a week, uh, coffee dates, shopping, all of that on top of work and whatever you're doing or uni or school, um, brings you closer or will make you, probably, I mean, at least it made me cancel a lot of things. Short notice, which is not nice. Um, if you have understanding friends, that's great, but like, it's still something that leaves you with um, the, the feeling of you're a disappointment and you're not a proper friend, etc. So what I'm trying to do is say no more often and be or be like more vague and say hey listen I would love to go for a coffee on Wednesday but I honestly don't know how I will feel I feel shit today honestly and then um it could be that I cancel but I, 
doesn't mean that I'm not looking for it to or you know you don't mean anything to me so just be as honest as possible to the people um around you and just say I literally have no idea how I'm going to feel tomorrow morning um I'm super moody um I might be all right but I might be super sad I'm not able to get out of bed and have to cancel and just so people around you are able to adjust to that or support you even and um, I think that's a big, big step, like, yeah, narrowing your schedule down, still keeping things that you love, obviously. Um, if I, if we would have not met up today, I would have had no proper reason to go outside because I've been ill the whole time and I would have sat inside and I don't, I actually don't think I would have been able to go outside just for a walk or a coffee. And I would have waited for other people to maybe ask if I want to go for a coffee or something. And luckily, I've got great friends who do that. But what I'm saying is try to find one reason to go outside each day. That's enough. Like, that's fine. That's great. Um, and if that's work, that's okay, too. Like, yeah. n- just, don't, just don't overdo it. You don't have to. There's, no, there's literally no reason why you should do that. That's really nice. I think that conversation, that internal dialogue with yourself, that the fact that you can communicate that super clearly, I think is a really healthy thing to do. I think like a lot of people probably need to hear that, that doing one thing is fine. Like you've already been successful because we can be so harsh on ourselves regardless of that. But particularly yeah. I, can, I can envisage with seasonal depression that it can become so overwhelming. It must be able to become so overwhelming that you it's just It's unpredictable, Annie, honestly. Yeah. It's super unpredictable. So yeah. I don't want to interrupt you there, but that, that's what it is. Like, I've literally been crying 20 minutes ago before we recorded this episode. And one minute before that, I was laughing in tears. And now I'm sat here talking normally. Like, that's how unpredictable it is. And I think that's hard enough for ourselves. And I'm sure it must be hard for everyone around us. Just go easy on yourself, honestly. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, yeah. No, Go on. Good. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I think you you summarize it better than I could. Like it's all about knowing that so that when it does strike because I think yes, seasonal depression is 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 new to me, but the idea of a feeling being so overwhelming that you can't see through it is relatable. I think yeah. to probably everyone. Um certainly things that I've experienced and that knowing that that's coming that is a really, really massive thing because if if it if you're just sat around like and suddenly you get this huge emotion that you 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 don't know where it's come from or you do know where it's come from but you weren't expecting it, it can be very disorientating and it can change your behaviour instantaneously without any warning. So when that comes and when it's more related to the weather where it's actually there's like what you said, four or five months where this could be a thing. If you live in the Nordics, maybe that's most yeah. of the year like there's a lot of a lot of studies of how people suffer from that yeah. in different parts of the country like we maybe we're, we're a bit luckier in living in germany where we do that there's it's quite predictable in terms of we've got a lot of sunshine then we've yeah. got a bit less but you know but that that being said those four or five months of knowing that something unpredictable could happen within that time frame that must be quite quite alarming to like have to deal with every day because i guess even like you said maybe you're fine but in the back of your mind, you must know that it's got the potential to come yeah. back. And you should still be able to allow yourself to actually enjoy things. 
because that's something I've been struggling with as well, knowing that I... <laughs> snacks. <laughs> Can I have one, actually? I think a wise person once told me that snacks are really important. Was that me? Yeah, it was you. Oh, yeah, I'm the snack queen. <laughs> Self-proclaimed snack queen. Love that. Mm. Should be on your Instagram bio. Right. Snack queen. This is not only about Taylor, it's also about me being the snack queen. I'm here for Taylor bikes and snacks. Mm. Maybe you should do that. Um, what was I saying? Right. Um, knowing that I, I'm that type of person who <laughs> gets that seasonal, seasonal depression also can... I'm not saying it will, but can trick me or my brain into thinking everything is shit for a half a year. Then again, I'm not, I will not allow myself to actually enjoy the things because things are great. There are great things out there that I appreciate, even if it's little gestures from my friends, if it's snacks, if it's, as I said, candles, nice lighting, um, great music. Um, there are things that everyone enjoys and I think find out what you love find out what brings you joy and try to do that even more in that time maybe maybe slow down try to slow down slow everything down be aware of yourself doing things slower and taking like needing more time for finishing off a to-do list but keep those little things in mind that you love and enjoy and I think I mean that's something that everyone should do right yeah we're going to rebrand the to-do list to can-do lists can-do lists because I feel like that's yeah, instantly right. a bit more positive yeah but like it is it is true and I think you said there were some things in there like we and we spoke at the start about in summer there's the, all these things you look forward to all these things you know that's just as predictable you know that it's going to be better weather you know you're going to want to hang outside with friends what are some of those things that you can look forward to yourself when it comes to winter? I find that very hard to answer. Um, warm drinks. I love warm drinks. I love tea. I love hot chocolate. I love what I just did this morning is not making my, my uh, cappuccino with milk but with chocolate milk. Oh, so now it's like, wow. uh, yeah, it's hot chocolate with an espresso, milk, <laughs> which like brings me so much joy. I'm literally looking forward to that every evening when I go to bed now. So that brings me joy. Um, uh, I also love doing seasonal music playlists. So going through my Spotify, going through my favorite artists, which is obviously not only Taylor Swift, <laughs> I've um, never heard you mention anyone that isn't Taylor Swift, so you might have to tell us <laughs> some examples. It's not true. I just literally told you about the Big I'm Red Machine. <laughs> also, Scissor, the Big Red Machine. Yeah, exactly. we've had, there's been a few new ones today, um, but mostly Taylor Swift. <laughs> make yourself a nice playlist that you can play whenever you feel like you need some comfort, if music is something that brings you comfort. Um, what I love to do now is not only phone my friends, but... Some of my friends live far away and I just, I start asking them, hey, do you mind if we just maybe FaceTime? Because I'd really love to see your your face and your smile and like, that's a whole nicer thing for me. Um, I love that, seeing my 
actual friends' faces. <laughs> um, I, I, will, I like to go, like, I don't have a bathtub. I love having a bath. It brings me so much joy. Um, I, I love being surrounded by warmth. It's almost like a little hug or something. So sometimes I go to my parents and do that. Um, <laughs> what? No, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> hi, mum, hi, dad, bye. <laughs> Just here for a bath. <laughs> yeah, literally. I have, yeah, sometimes phone them and say, oh, can I come to yours and have a bath? Like now with the prices, you know, they're like, mm. We can't, she can't afford that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yeah, like I can't think of anything right now. I love reading when I was little, but I find it very hard to read at the moment. I don't really have the motivation. It feels very feels like a big thing to do and I don't know why I've got like a little I don't know my mind is a little blocked in but that's something I'd like to get back into but I have to read a lot for uni so that's something I don't do in my free time but yeah what what other things for you that bring you joy in winter I think we said a couple of them I think for me reading is the opposite like any if I you don't need to give me an excuse to sit at home and read a book like <laughs> I will take that opportunity immediately <laughs> um even more so in the winter when no. I go home yeah, I, I fully embrace that personality trait. Um, when I'm at home, I also go home to my parents for, for Christmas most years. And that is one of my favourite things to do, is to be antisocial and go and sit and read. <laughs> Which I'm like, hi mum, hi dad, happy Christmas, or I'm going to go read these new books now. <laughs> and he's gone for hours. <laughs> you'll, see me, you'll see me for dinner. No, it's cold. I, I'm a, I promise I'm social. But yeah, that for me is a big one. Same thing, I think, warm drinks. I actually did the Spotify players thing this morning. I was spending a lot nice. of time doing that. Yeah, I think that overall, like, embracing that, the things that can make you feel comfortable and that... I've got one more. Oh, yeah? It's spending time with animals. Okay. <laughs> Your face right now, if you could see that. I, like, was, I mean, I've gone from... What the fuck's wrong with her? I've gone from, like, thinking, what's my next one to... I like animals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. No, like, whenever... Honestly, just, I... Oh, just cuddling a dog, and I don't really like cats, but if like if that's the closest I'll get to a nice animal, I also will pet a dog. I I can't. I like that's fine, but a dog is my personal dream, and the warmth and the um I don't know. I just get a sense of friendship, closeness. I don't know. I just like it brings me a lot of comfort being around animals in general. So. That's another thing for winter things. All, all time things. Yeah, I can attest to that because Emily showed me at least three different dog pictures today alone. That's <laughs> only today. So she's definitely a fan. <laughs> but I want to I wanna talk about that a little bit. Not dog pictures because I know you like those, but I know where you stand oh, on that. Oh, sad. <laughs> sad, big sad. Big sad. But that idea of things that bring you joy in the winter can be a can be like for people that are struggling with that time of year can be a big thing right where it's like it's the holiday season you should be super happy like there's all these things we can do definitely i bet that that must be a trigger for some people when it comes to like yeah but i'm not happy so what do you want me to do so like i think the important point that you've raised is find the things that you care about it doesn't have to be santa claus it doesn't have to be christmas movies it doesn't have to be related to both it doesn't have to be anything to do with like holiday seasons it can literally be what are things that you like to do when it's colder weather what are things you look forward to and maybe like focus on that and don't care about the other stuff because if that does trigger you then leave it like let it let it do its thing and focus on you yeah communicate your feelings communicate that and i think that's okay like you said something that 
I'm going to share a personal thing like that you've, oh. you've done to me is like, you've sent a voice note, you've sent a message and you've quite click, quickly like responded in maybe a different tone or like a different mood. And then you've responded in another one. And like, you're always really good at explaining what's going on. So it's like, oh, ignore that one. I was in a mood. I'm feeling a bit down on myself. No, but it's, it's really, it's a really healthy thing because it means you know that you're going through something and it means I, as a friend, know better how to then speak to you because I understand that there's something going on. Yeah. So I, I, on the opposite side of what you said, I really appreciate knowing that I'm being told that because it's something that I can then help or not help depending on, you know, how, yeah. how you perceive but it. But just react to it. React to it in a, yeah. in a more educated way, in a way, that, a way that's better suited to help you, you know? Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to cry again, I promise. I literally just cried because he said something nice, right? Yeah. Here we are again. Um, I finished crying. <laughs> the crying break is over. <laughs> uh, Emily, to wrap up, what would your advice for someone that is suffering from seasonal depression or thinks they're suffering from seasonal depression be? Take it easy. Be easy on yourself. Acknowledge that it's a different time than it is in summer. Your energy level might be different. Your anxiety might be different, higher, and acknowledge that these might you might have to shift your mindset. So you can imagine it as maybe a summer mindset, and now you're full on winter mindset, and that looks different. And you can maybe find ways to work through that. And it's always as always okay to feel whatever you're feeling and don't try to force yourself pushing through it or being super productive um now is not the time for that um you can look at winter being the time where you you want to recharge maybe you want to rest you want to i mean it's not surprising that you might feel exhausted and tired and burnt out after a very exciting year or a very hard year or whatever and this is the end of the year this is winter you can slow down um yeah look at your can-do list and maybe look at what you really need to do and the rest can just you can just leave that for summer someone else or sometime else but yeah just take care of yourself a little bit more than you usually would and find little things that make you happy and sleep as much as you want to and can of course if you have to work that doesn't work all the time but um yeah give yourself a break and just be okay with not being okay and i think the other side of that be nice to other people like if you Mm. maybe you've experienced it maybe you haven't experienced it but you never know what some someone's going through and particularly at a time of year when, like you said, this is a thing, like this is a real thing that people struggle with and people suffer from. So let's just be nice to everyone because you don't know what actually could be making yeah. the difference between someone having a shit day and a great day. So thank you very much for sharing all that. I appreciate it. I learned a lot. And I think this will help a lot of people. So thank you. Yeah. It means a lot. <laughs> okay, through the tears. Yeah. Oh, we're doing, we're doing it with caps again. Yeah, but with a warm drink with warm drink.
Tschüss. <lacht> Bye.